Daily Life Experiment, have you ever wondered if work-life balance is really possible for a lawyer? We have too. So let's put it to the test. Join us as we experiment with proven tips and tricks to address everyday lawyer problems. I am Anya Smirnova. And I am Frida Levitsky. Hello and welcome to the Lawyer Life Experiment. So this week we are going to be talking about good old time management because, hey, I mean, come on, time is the one thing that we never think we have enough of. But before we begin this week, uh, we are going to check in about how we got on with last episode's experiment, which was a set of reflection questions around what you your life would look like if the billable hour structure wasn't in place. Anya, how did you get on? Oh, it was very hard, actually, to remember. It's been six years that I have not been in a billable hour culture. But now, being not being in a billable hour culture, um, it feels really free. You have the freedom to, um, you have the creative freedom to decide how you can become better in doing things, how you can become more efficient to make to create more impact in my working life, for example. What about you, Frida? Funnily enough, I think that so my legal consultancy business works on a retainer model, which arguably is quasi-billable hour, I suppose, in, in some contexts, but it doesn't have that um, year-end huge target that I've got to hit those, those hours. It's just how I quantify the hours and, and payment structure. And that has reduced the pressure that is associated with every day sitting at my desk. It doesn't require me to be clocking hours left, right and centre. And it's reduced. It just, make, it just makes working in that legal environment a hell of a lot more pleasant <laughs> and a lot more enjoyable. And, you know, you're allowed to be a little bit more creative because your time isn't constantly being monitored and and poured over, really. We're both the same. We've been outside of that billable hour structure for, for a long while now. But um, I do think that we, we really need to be moving away, away from this, this structure, certainly from, from a legal firm perspective. And that is quite a nice segue to jump into what we want to talk about today, which is time management. And with so much emphasis being placed on utilising time to generate profits, are we in fact using our time effectively and efficiently? Or does this busy work culture and, you know, in the case of law firms, the billable hour, in fact undermine any real notion of good time management? What are your thoughts on it? My thoughts are inspired by the Olympic Games, that by the Winter Olympics that are now on TV. And when you see those Olympic sportsmen, I am personally left in awe of their movement. And what I find really elegant about it is that there is um, an economy of movement. There is no extra. Everything you do uh, as an Olympic sportsman is made for the purpose to make you the fastest, the, the best in your field. So everything is aimed at creating the biggest impact. So there is no spreading thin. There is no movement wasted. And I thought of bringing this as a metaphor to our time management. Is like 
If we were adopting a mindset of an, of an Olympic sportsman, how can we manage our time for that greater impact? That's a really good, that's a very good analogy. You're always very good with your analogies, though. Um, it's interesting because, to be honest, um, rest is equally important to a sportsman as the hard work that they do and making it as efficient as possible and you know the regularity of training schedules and the intensity of training that it's actually that's actually not a bad analogy at all um but we don't in the working world put any emphasis and i'm talking zero emphasis save for the fact that every single statute tells us that we need to take holiday there is no emphasis on rest in in the corporate world we talk about mental health we talk about having you know it, the importance of holidays and and taking time off and yet how many people do you hear saying oh i haven't taken any holiday days this year because you know it's it's seen as a, a badge of honor to be actually actually in the workplace and constantly working and i do think that as you were saying is that if we if we look at that sport analogy and and what is a priority time management isn't just about managing our workload time management is really around managing our health and our being and our capability to do all the things that we want to do so like time management on a on a higher level of just managing our work life balance so yeah, that I we so. get fulfillment from both areas 100% and if you think about it is that you, know, you look at your to-do list how much is is anything other than work mm. and how many things just creep in into our to-do list and into our calendars just out of habit or historically and we just don't critically reassess or review that commitment to stay in our calendar we just let them stay that's 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 what i was trying to say like how yeah. uh, how often do we critically reassess our commitments and how many of the commitments that we currently have are still relevant are high on our priority list do you know i i read a book or rather i listened i love audio books so i listened to a book <laughs> um which i was recommended to listen to by a gentleman called Jonathan Marks who had has been doing this book review he's doing 52 books over the year and the first book he reviewed was called 4000 weeks by Oliver Berkman mm. i think it's called 4000 weeks time management for mortals by Oliver Berkman and it's brilliant and the first thing he says is that if you live till the average age of 80 which i think is the average age of the human human population well certainly the western population um you have 4000 weeks so you and i we've just hit 40 we've done 2000 <laughs> <laughs> we've just done 2000 of our 4000 weeks and what are we choosing to do with this pretty insignificant amount of time on this earth we're forever putting things off we're forever putting things into the future we're forever going oh we'll do it later we'll, we'll you know mm, work is still more important i i need to i can't take a holiday because you don't understand frida because like we have kids and we can't take holidays because we have priorities okay thanks um, but also you've got 
I, I need to be at my desk. I can't, this deal can't go through without me. Um, I need to be available constantly. And this is what we're choosing to prioritize in our 4,000 weeks. I, I like the week analogy. For some reason, we are probably used to hearing years and days. In days, the, the, the number is so big that you can't really relate to this. But weeks, like weeks go so quickly. And my weeks at the moment, my children are in primary school. It's almost like I know I have six weeks between school holidays. So like really 2,000, 2000 weeks that are left a little bit more with I have uh, I have a few a spare ones in addition to the just just before my 40th uh, but yeah it does put things in in perspective and that also makes me yeah like putting this in perspective I really want to focus on things that I will enjoy the things that will only add to my basket of fulfillment, a life of no regrets, a work of impact, a social work of impact, um, parenthood that will be well remembered. Talking about books, I read um, that the word priority only was a singular word until mid-20th century. And only in mid-20th century, it became plural. That tells you something about how we changed our view of prioritizing things. But if you think, if you think about it, a priority surely is singular versus my priorities. Yeah. <laughs> 15 priorities. Therefore, nothing is a priority. <laughs> I heard this great quote um, by Tim Ferriss, and he wrote the book um, The, the four, four, hour, four, four, day, four Hour Work Week. Yes. Four Hour Work Week. Four Hour Work Day Week. I think it was week. Anyway. Four-hour work day might seem a little bit more plausible. I'd love it to be a four-hour work week. But um, in his book, he wrote this quote, which said, doing less is not being lazy. Don't give in to a culture that values personal sacrifice over personal productivity. You kind of review what's in your basket and you leave only the things that really fulfill you and drive drive your work forward and what is the most impactful thing in your work and what's the most impactful thing in your life um in holiday parenting yeah Yeah. but where you want to spend your time is is really around that rather than feeling that it is a constant sacrifice Mm. and you know I think that I do I really do think we need to be reassessing reassessing our boundaries re-looking at where we're spending so much of our time and how we can be more efficient in getting through our work because it's not the only part of our lives yes indeed so what will be our hypothesis for today well I think it should be around reject the idea you can fit everything in so we're not going to use all of our time all of our time for work Um, And that would allow us to determine what our true priorities are. It's acknowledging that time management isn't just about work time management. It's about creating time for the things that are important for us. And I like that word creating. It kind of involves creativity there. You have to be creative if you have to rethink your life. (laughs) And, uh, And in the work environment, I think it works even better when you bring it up to a team level, because if you are struggling yourself and if you are recreating your life 
but you are the only one in the team that will be that might be very challenging and how about engaging the whole team in reviewing how you can work better and more efficiently and better for the mental health of everyone wouldn't it be just and if everybody's aligned on the same page and everybody's wanting mm. to to create more time for their personal lives as well and work as efficiently as they possibly can everybody's working towards a common goal what do you think the experiment should be well the experiment is review all your commitments and review critically what's on your to-do list and what's in your calendar and be honest with yourself what is what things on those to-do list and in your calendar are on your what priority i think that will be a challenge for many people and and also are are the things that are really important on there as well or is it just work is it just a pure a pure work list and if if it is then what else is important to you that that needs to be start being reflected on your calendar on your to-do list well that's a challenge for us too yeah it's also still a challenge never mind we're coaches it's still going to be a challenge for everybody <laughs> super duper all right well let's see how you all do over the next couple of weeks bye for now that's it for this week's episode of the lawyer life experiment podcast we hope you enjoyed it it was presented to you by Anis Mirnova and Frida Levitsky find our information and contacts in the podcast note we love to hear your views on this podcast please reach out to us or use the link in the show notes to leave us a review You can also subscribe and like and tell your friends about it and have fun experimenting.